Hello, 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 loves, and welcome to this episode of the New Story Podcast with me, Rebecca Conran. And uh, today I'm looking at Aquarius season um, and some of the changes that have been going on. Um, this last Capricorn season has been pretty intense, I would say. Um, the Mars retrograde definitely was hard because when you get the impulse to set goals and have goals, and then you don't have the ignition energy to move forward on those goals, it can create a lot of frustration and a lot of irritation and anger. And we definitely experienced some of that. For me personally, I had such high hopes for January, for December and January for myself. Um, and those months were just so, well, January we're still in, um, and it, it has definitely eased up for me, but December was such a difficult month. Um, I was pretty much sick the whole month. I unfortunately, um, got the RSV virus that was going around. Um, my mom was in town. She got sick from my nieces and nephews who are all small. And, uh, I was seeing her before she flew back to England and she was full of like cold <laughs> and symptoms. So I was like, I knew immediately, I was like, oh man, I'm going to get this. And it's interesting because the week before my partner had had flu and I was like, I'm not getting this. And, um, but I kind of knew that, um, this other virus I was going to get because I was also stressed out from moving, uh, from, you know, planning my move and all that, that happened on December 30th. So I had this RSV virus for like nine days and I was really under the weather, had a really bad cough. And, and then I started to recover from that. And two days before I moved, um, I caught COVID and, uh, I am vaccinated um, so it must have been easier for me than if I probably wouldn't have been. Who knows? Um, but I got COVID and I got pretty sick with COVID and uh, lost my sense of smell and taste. And I was really just exhausted and in bed. Um, so I, I had to move during that time. Um, I basically just double masked up and told everybody I was under the weather, had everybody else wear masks, but I kind of just stayed out of the way while movers did the moving, um, which was its own nice little experience. Uh, it wasn't quite as bad as in May when I moved and the truck got stuck in the driveway, but, um, it was a pretty hard and tough move, especially to do while I was, um, not feeling well, and then having to kind of organize the logistics of that so that, um, you know, I wasn't interacting face to face with people. And, um, so then I got moved into my new apartment and then I was just sick, <laughs> just sick with COVID started to recover from that. And then I got food poisoning. So I have just been, I feel like once my immune system was 
weakened. It just became so easy. And I got to tell you, I'm not a very social person right now. Um, I see my partner and my partner was probably who gave me COVID. Um, he has like an iron gut and he, um, I think had some very mild symptoms that he thought was maybe, maybe him having the virus I had had, but I think he had caught COVID. Um, and, uh, so I have not been really around people. Um, and, uh, whenever I felt better, I've conducted my sessions remotely. Um, but I just had so many hopes and goals, uh, especially for this podcast. I really wanted to, I had some ideas of podcasts I really want to share about. And then I was just so sick that I couldn't, I couldn't get it out there. So here I am starting afresh and I want to start with the Aquarius season energy report because that's the most pertinent, uh, thing that's going on. And, um, you know, one of the most exciting things that has happened, it's the 13th of January right now is that Mars has gone direct. And when Mars was retrograde, you know, as I was saying, like, and I talked about it on this podcast and even in the beginning of the year, I talked about like that being like one of the most intense transits of the year. And, um, it really, I think for my generation too, the generation of Chiron and Gemini, obviously we had a lot of work to do around motivations and ideas and beliefs and sort of rewriting those, um, that had to happen. Um, and that's kind of like across the board that that would have happened. But wherever you have Gemini in your chart, that that area, those themes really were, um, you know, your passion, your boundaries, your assertion, your ability to even have energy towards those themes would have been really altered by this um, by this retrograde. And now that it's direct, that energy is coming back. And as soon as the transit happened yesterday, I really felt, you know, I was like cleaning up my house and I really felt, um, um, I sort of felt like I was coming out of this, like, um, um, food poisoning coma that I'd been in for sure. Um, but also, just coming out of a slump a little bit in terms of, I think emotionally I felt pretty solid and pretty clear in what I'm motivated to move forward with. But on a physical level, I just haven't felt like I had the energy um, to put towards things um, other than really recovery. So now that um, Mars has gone direct, I think and especially since Mercury goes direct on the 18th, um, we're really going to feel like the delayed start to the year finally takes off. I think the beginning of the year was rough. And I wrote a little article on um, setting intentions, and I'll do a little podcast on that too um, that will probably come out this weekend. Um, and why intentions don't really last and how to kind of work with intentions in a healthy way that is helpful. Um, because oftentimes, you know, we are, we're setting these goals that are really about 
bullying ourselves or shaming ourselves or feeling not good enough. And, uh, you know, then we're trying to eliminate sort of toxic pleasure behaviors and we inadvertently just end up just shaming ourselves and, and nothing can be done from that place. You know, we really have to come from a place of empowerment. So that is something that I am going to share about, um, this week and uh as well so look out for that that is 100% coming out unless i'm fucking hospitalized or something i am absolutely recording this other podcast uh and i still want to get to this podcast that i want to do about this culture of um drama and gossip and just being in everybody's fucking business and almost like wearing it like a badge of honor, you know? Um, and I'm thinking about like all of the shows on Bravo and, you know, the fandom that comes around that and really what that sort of culture is doing to our internal selves. And it's definitely not going to be an, uh, you know, a podcast saying, don't you watch your favorite programs? Um, but it is going to be about bringing consciousness to what it is that we're taking in sometimes when we're, when we're absorbing it. And if we can be conscious of it, then we can kind of detach from maybe those elements of it. But anyway, let's talk about the major dates coming up. Okay. And you might want to get a pen and paper for this. Uh, so you can pause me now. Um, Let's talk about these specific uh, days that we're going to be experiencing um, major transits. So the ones that I have uh, made most note of, hold on here, let me pull them up. So again, we've got Mars in Gemini, that's gone direct on the 12th of January. That's something to take note of in Gemini at the ninth degree. So you might want to look at where that is taking place in your chart. Then we have Mercury going direct on the 19th. Uh, let me tell you what degree that takes place at. One moment, get my little book out here. I'm sorry, the 18th Mercury goes direct. And that is also at nine degrees, but that's at nine degrees um, Capricorn. Uh, going direct right on my uh, ascendant. Then we've got the sun entering Aquarius on the 20th. Uh, we've got a new moon in Aquarius on the 21st. And we have Uranus direct in Taurus on the 22nd. And that is taking place at... 15 degrees uh, Taurus. So see where that hits in your chart. You know, anything within five, six degrees is considered conjunct. Um, I would say anything within like eight degrees is still like in light conjunction. So you want to really check out like, you know, what's going on. Then we've got Venus entering into Pisces on the 26th. And then we've got a full moon in Leo on the 5th. So what does that all mean? The short end of it is when Mercury ends its retrograde, communication becomes less intense, technology experiences more ease, we're having less butting heads with other people, we're kind of getting it more. Um, 
but there's also so many benefits to Mercury retrograde too. We really do rework things. Like we get to the bottom of things. We finish up projects. So that this is a time for that. When the sun enters Aquarius, that's going to be the official start to Aquarius season. The collective identity is like embodying Aquarius energy at that point. Um, we feel like a real um, alignment with Aquarius and see where Aquarius hits in your chart. What is what does Aquarius season mean to you in terms of what you have in Aquarius, whether it's planets, um, which you can know your planets without knowing your um, birth time. And if you know your birth time, then looking at the houses that Aquarius is uh, in. Then um, Uranus is the themes of, oh, I'm sorry, no, the 21st, we've got the new moon in Aquarius. That is going to be all about this emotional fresh start where we feel like an Aquarius. We might feel more detached than usual. We might just really be feeling this urge for freedom. It may become really imperative as the very next day Uranus is going to end its retrograde and turn direct. And that's all about awakening. Uranus rules Aquarius. So even though it's in Taurus um, and it's embodied differently, it's more to do with our values, our self-worth, um, how we love and, and receive love, um, how we connect to the earth and our resources, um, something that has been denied previously can no longer be ignored. So this is a time of deep, surprising shifts. I, I would really expect the unexpected <coughs> around this time. As you can see, I'm still um, just a sensitive little bean right now. Um, the air is just not quite right in my office. Um, and that's because I just turned the radiator off because it was too hot. So I'm in that nice little place between hot and cold where sneezes happen. Okay. Um, so that pocket of time between Mercury ending its retrograde on the 18th and Uranus ending its re retrograde on the 22nd is really intense. This is a really intense time. Think um, solar eclipse energy. Okay, things may be eclipsed in and out of your life. You are going to get a flash of insight. It is going to move you forward. Like you are going to be given those messages like a smack in the face. And sometimes if you're like me, the messages are going to come because you got COVID after getting RSV and then you got food poisoning. <laughs> and to me, it was like such a smack in the face. It was like, Jesus, like I... I'm not a good patient. I do not like being sick at all. You know, I'm not someone who wants to just be, I don't, even when I'm sick, I don't sleep all day. You know, it's very hard. I have a lot of energy and it's very difficult for me to just be in a state of restfulness. So A, it was very helpful for that. I really shut things down and I took the time to rest. But B, it also showed me like all of the avenues in which I need to really shore up my own self-discipline, you know? Sure, I just have a mild allergy to nightshades and gluten and eggs and whatever else, but c cumulatively, um, it can really make my immune system not 
as strong as it should be. So even though I've been doing a little bit of, oh, I just want this piece of bread or blah, 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 blah. At the end of the day, I really have not been feeling good. And that seems very basic. But when it comes to your immune system, you know, your immune system is strong when it is not fighting off threats all the time. And when you have mild allergies, your immune system responds as if it's, there's a threat happening. And so what happens is, what happened to me in general is that when I got my period, <laughs> uh, my, which happens to me every month, my immune system tanks out, right? Hormonally, my hormones have such a big shift that um, it's the time of the month when I can get sick or like a cold sore might appear for no re from nowhere or something like that. So um, that's when I got COVID, right? Was when I was already weakened from RSV and then I was getting my period. And um, so for me, the lessons with this have been really eye-opening about my own self-care, about kind of the things that I might just go, oh, it's okay, it's fine. Um, and it is, like, con conceptually, it is fine. It is okay. It's okay to have the ice cream. It's okay to eat the bread, you know? There's nothing wrong with those things. I certainly don't do it for any kind of aesthetic reason would I not do it. Um, I think everybody's body is different, what everybody is, can tolerate. So what is right for me is also not necessarily going to be right for someone else. Um, my partner and I have been tested for everything under the sun with our um, holistic um, allergist and caffeine strengthens him and it weakens me. So people are very different. Um, but this has really shown me that all of those kind of little, oh, it's okay, it's not a big deal, it's okay, it's not a big deal, have really built up to a place for me where I'm not in my physical strength, you know? Um, emotionally and mentally, I feel great. And I feel like I'm on the road to recovery because I've been such a um, prison warden to myself about being disciplined. And really, it hasn't been hard to be disciplined because I have the impetus there. Because, you know, when you are so sick and you're throwing up or it's coming out the other end for days on end, you know, it's a good impetus to get your shit together. So I feel really good about it and, I've, and I'm definitely feeling better. But this is the time where anything that we've been sort of in a bit of denial about or straight up deluded about and an illusion, it's going to become really apparent. And even now we're feeling that we're feeling that you're on a shift going on. So don't let things go on, go ignored. Things that go ignored um, will shout for your attention one way or another. The famous quote is, you know, let go or be dragged, right? Like you can either surrender to having been in an, an illusion about something, you know, ha having ignored something and then move forward in a positive way, or you can be dragged forward <laughs> in a, in a difficult way. For me personally, I seem to learn things, uh, a lot the hard way. Um, <laughs> maybe that's just my hard headed, uh, nature, but 
you know, um, maybe that's also the way that things stick more deeply. Um, so Uranus ending its retrograde, that's going to be a really intense time. It'll be an intense time for relationships too. something to really watch for. Then we have, uh, Venus entering Pisces on the 26th. This is going to be very helpful in terms of when Venus, uh, entered Aquarius on the second, we became more freedom seeking. It was a lot, um, about like where we needed to create autonomy and individualism for ourselves, And that really shines a light on codependent relationships. Now, when Venus enters Pisces, it shines a light. It, so Venus and Aquarius was very much about freedom. Maybe some of us will be freeing ourselves from any kind of connections, uh, social connections, family, community, partnership, that are um, not right for us uh, during, especially during the new moon period. And when Venus enters Pisces, we kind of connect into this, we are one energy and it sort of softens everything. And romance might take center stage during that time again, and the arts might take center stage. Things are definitely gonna soften in terms of how we love and give love more freely. Um, but our boundaries are also less clear. And um, so sometimes, you know, it can lead to some addictive behaviors, pleasure-seeking behaviors where we're really looking for pleasure and closeness. And um, it becomes harder to kind of hold strong boundaries. So it, it, it's, it's got its benefits. It's got its, um, you know, downsides, things to really watch for. The full moon in Leo... Um, on the 5th of, uh, February, we're going to really feel the urge to be seen and heard. You know, things are definitely going to take a turn towards the dramatic. We might find ourselves having a big, you know, um, Barney <laughs> around this date, which is to say, you know, really needing to get our point across and make sure that, you know, people see the pride we have in ourselves and in our voice and we want to, you know, we're letting our roar out basically. Um, and that's, that's great in, in juxtaposition with the sun in Aquarius, which says, you know, I'm free to be my own person, my own unique person. Uh, the full moon is there to give a voice to that. And, um, so, that energy is, uh, I think, very helpful. And I think one great area to be directing our energy to around the end of the month uh, is the arts, is our creativity, um, because it's just a beautiful place to work through our emotions as well and, and work through what's going on is through the creative process. Um, one last thing I want to tell you about before we start talking more fully about Aquarius season is the 11th of February, Mercury is going to enter Aquarius, which I think is super helpful for uh, Mercury in general, because Mercury is our mind, our communication, and here we are in an air sign. So when it's in an earth sign, you know, sometimes you might be like, uh, you just like can't get the words, you know, it's, it's harder to find the language because the language of Capricorn is not... Um, the air energy, 
You know, it's not the intellectual. And that's not to say that Capricorns aren't intellectual. It's just a different language that the that the pure form of Capricorn energy is is speaking. And so um, we might speak more through action in Capricorn. And uh, it just becomes harder to communicate in some ways. So when Mercury enters Aquarius, that communication is just going to flow more freely. So I think if you have something that is very, very important to say, that you want to say clearly, um, and you want to express yourself, um, the 11th, after the 11th, is really going to be a time where you might find that, those words, um, and that, that language um, more accessible. It's also a great time to become more honest and to think outside the box. Um, we definitely have that ingenious side. And again, it's just such a great energy for music. Um, and, and, you know, one thing about like, it's like when I talk about astrology, I talk about collective astrology. And the reason I do that is because I think we're all responsible for the area, for the energy of Aquarius, for the energy of every single sign in the chart. So when we're in Aquarius season, it's all of our responsibility to work with that energy and to assume that we are that energy somewhere in our chart, which we are. And to assume that it's our uh, opportunity and our um, responsibility to evolve that, that those themes uh, in our life. And uh, like in my chart, I have no planets in Aquarius, but Aquarius does rule half of my uh, first house, although my ascendant is not in Aquarius. It's in Capricorn. And uh, a lot of my friends, most of my girlfriends are Aquarius. Uh, and then I have a lot of Sagittarius girlfriends because, but that makes a lot of sense because my moon is in Sagittarius. Um, but a lot of my closest friends and one of the person that I played music with that we vibed the best um, as a duo was also an Aquarius. So I don't think... And, and on paper, Aquarius and Cancer may be, like, very opposite, you know, and there's a lot to butt heads over. Um, but I've found that they have been my greatest uh, friendships, and maybe that's because um, they have something, they mirror something to me that I find fascinating and mysterious and helpful, and vice versa. Um, so when I look at astrology, um, I think that it's just so different than what a, a lot of the sort of run of the mill, uh, horoscopes and astrology readings, um, are teaching us about the signs. I don't think you can look at compatibility even based on just astrology. I don't think it really makes sense in that way. Um, I think for me personally, the way that astrology makes the most amount of sense that won't just tie my head in knots and, and make me frustrated is to look at it collectively, to look at the themes, and then to kind of interpret it as is necessary based on what I'm going through in my life and uh, really equate it in real time. Okay, so Aquarius season. It is time for a change. You know, we often speak to the intuitive nature of water signs in astrology, but Aquarius, 
which is an air sign, it really truly rules the flash of insight. I think it's one of the most intuitive uh, signs of all. Aquarius is going to be absorbing the information and the knowing right into the nervous system. And it's going to highlight our innate knowing, our connection to our inner compass. So this is a time where we're going to be getting a lot of messages and on conversely might be a bit frazzle dazzle for our nervous systems there is an absolute need for grounding through this and for self-care um, and for clarity because with that amount of um, intuitive magical information coming in you need a foundation that is built with you know on a strong base so uh, this whole idea of getting clear with ourselves, getting honest with ourselves is on the agenda. If there's any areas where we have deluded ourselves, as I said earlier, the truth is going to become clear. This is going to be good for us because we're going to be able to stand more fully in reality. But this season can also frazzle our nervous systems as so much information is going to come pouring in. So creating space to rest and meditate is going to be really imperative during this time. All in all, this season is super beneficial now for creating solutions. So it's the season of the genius and answers that have eluded you so far can appear somewhere out of nowhere. And just this is really the time. Again, expect the unexpected. And even going a step further than that, expect that your expectations be exceeded. <laughs> I got a little tongue twisted there, but expect that your expectations be exceeded. Okay, like imagine that there's just all this other information out there you can't even see that um, can be more beneficial than what than what our small viewpoint uh, has access to all the time. You know, there's there's more info out there. There's more energy out there that we can use in a helpful way. And it will find its way to us when we're open and receptive. So we've got to really ready ourselves. Again, listen to those repeat messages very intently, intently after the end of this prolonged three-month period of failure to launch with the Mars and, and then the Mercury retrograde, we're finally going to get the sense that the universe is conspiring with us to edge us forward. So although it's a little bit full steam ahead all of a sudden, um, it's exciting. It's exciting and it's a nice shift. Aquarius in its highest awareness accept, accept, accepts us as we are. And it's all about letting your freak flag fly in, a, in, in some ways, meaning, you know, be your most genuine self. Let that person be up front and center. You want to dye your hair orange? Sure, do it. You know, it's kind of like, who cares? Do whatever you want. Be free enough to be yourself. And it's so important for all humans to be their individual selves in order to make up the whole of humanity. It takes all types. We need all types. You know, we need to see differences. We need to experience the, the difference uh, to have a full, well-rounded perspective on humanity. And Aquarius season is a time of coming out and a time that really celebrates our differences. This season also signals that it is time for a change. Aquarius is, you know, setting the stage for things to change. Change is a very difficult 
a concept for humans, even though things are changing just all the time. Uh, we still are constantly looking for the safety of sameness and, and um, even though that can feel stagnant and boring to us too and, and uh, not push our, us in a, in a passionate way, sometimes we actually need this extra kick in the butt to um, sh shatter our limiting patterns, you know, shake it up a little bit, um, shake us out of our complacency. Um, liberate us if needed from anywhere that we have become bound that is stifling our um, freedom of self. It's also a time to highlight humanitarianism, innovation, rebelliousness, the need to revolutionize. Um, it's okay to be a little rebellious during this time and to eschew the norm as long as we're not just being contrary to be contrary. You know, have it be because you feel passionately about something or strongly about something, not just because you don't like authority. Um, and I, I speak to you as someone who doesn't like authority. But if someone comes along and they have, uh, you know, best interests at heart, then I'm going to listen to them. I'm going to be open to them. And this is a time to check in with some of those rebellious tactics sometimes. Are we rebelling against what's good for us? Uh, some of those things need to be checked. And then sometimes we need to really rebel against what's not good for us. So um, the energy, again, especially around January 20th to 25th, it's going to support those sudden flashes of insight, really altering the course of your life. Again, if you want to share something that's really eccentric and you've been worried about sharing it, this would be a great time to do so and really highlight your individuality, your authenticity. If you don't feel free in any area or if you've been wanting to create more freedom, this is a supportive time to be completely true to yourself. This Aquarius energy is going to offer up new possibilities around personal and collective freedom. Some of the questions that we need to be asking ourselves, has anything been restraining me? Where could I use some freedom? Where do I need an infusion of new ideas and inspiration? Where do I need a healthy dose of detachment? Like most signs in astrology, there's a duality to Aquarius that needs to be honored because on one hand, Aquarius values autonomy, independence, individualism, and it really needs those qualities to truly embody, embody itself. But on the other hand, it's totally collectively minded as well. It really, there's an unequivocal link between Aquarius and community. So Aquarius is like this staunch individualist that's also like, I want to participate, right? And so you know, a sign of a true humanitarian for sure, because A, it honors the self and its need for individualism, but also its necessity to connect um, within this. Th those are the themes that are embodied within this Aquarian energy. So we have valuable things to offer one another, and we really need to be able to do that. That's the experience that is so helpful, just like me with my Aquarius friends, um, like on paper, like who knows, it's not clear what they have to offer me, but I feel such camaraderie with them based on our differences, um, differences of personality or differences of moving through the world, that it's extremely helpful 
for me in sort of undoing the most shadowy parts of my energy by infusing it with this new energy, this different energy, this um, thing that I don't, you know, is not, I don't necessarily, it doesn't come easily to me, but um, I see those kinds of ways of moving through the world in others, and then I get to learn uh, from that. And so that's what we have to offer one another. And how do we work together to unify, to unify and revere these gifts with one another. That's something to really be thinking about during Aquarius season. This energy is going to support us in being empowered by our individuality, stand in your own unique beauty, as well as respect it in one another. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm so tired of seeing anything. And I, I rarely go on, um, I mean, my Instagram feed is very small. It's people I'm very close to, or it's, uh, um, cats. <laughs> so I don't know that I really see a lot of, uh, stuff, but if I do read the news, blah, 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 you know, just the amount of just shaming people for how they look or, um, for just the basic qualities of their, of their personality and their experience, I think is, it's really hard to tolerate that, you know, as a way to move forward. Um, acceptance really is key. So respecting one another, respecting individuality and seeing that not as a way to just be like, well, I'm going to be myself all by myself over here. No, I'm going to be myself. And I'm also going to insert myself into community and stand in the power of being myself. So these and to see other people stand in the power of being themselves without judgment, with acceptance and with care. So let's talk about the shadow side where Aquarius in its conscious energy strives for selflessness. His shadow side is completely self-centered and controlling. You know, we all have Aquarian energy again, somewhere in our birth charts. So we all bear the responsibility of evolving some of these less desirable qualities of this sign in our personal energy too. So the, the sides of this would be hypocrisy, saying one thing and doing another, a lack of compassion and avoidance of intuition because we're in pursuit of logic only, you know, that can really create imbalance during this time. And, you know, this is a time to remember there's more than one truth to be seen. Are we debating to understand or debating just to argue? Aquarius season really necessitates an open mind. And as we open our minds, that inner genius takes over. And when we have our minds closed, we feel stuck. So start to equate stagnation and stuckness with a lack of open perspective. Okay. And that's not to say that in a judgy shame way, but if when you're stuck and you're stagnant you can say, wow, I'm not open right now to the answers. Then you will start to look for answers where you previously would not look and you will start to open your mind up to, uh, an answer that will eventually ping in that intuition of yours and move you forward. So as we turn our attention towards community, we might feel a lack um, because you might feel a, a strong need to liberate yourself from community that doesn't feel mutually supportive during this time. Um, and as such, then you may be inclined to explore possibilities that perhaps you dismissed in the past. So 
take a look at all the options and definitely free yourself from areas that make you feel unfree and not able to be yourself. And um, be sure to look out, seek out those experiences where you can connect with people on some level that interests you. I wouldn't say I'm a very, uh, I don't really enjoy, um, let's say, community activity necessarily. I'm not a person who does many group classes unless I'm teaching them. Um, I prefer for myself, if it's healing work for me, uh, that it be one-on-one. -on -one. However, I like to sing with other people and I love the experience. I used to take an acting class and I loved that experience of community and I did that for uh, over 10 years. And so that was kind of like a playtime in, in a group of people. Um, and I loved it. And I think there are plenty of community activities that can be sought out with people who also like to play the way that you like to play. Um, and like for me, I'm going to be doing some kind of the singing community thing coming up uh, where I get to sing with some really wonderful other individuals. And for me, that's where... I really want to pursue my community shifts, right? Um, for you, it might be different. Maybe you need a spiritual community. Maybe you need a creative community. So really look at some of these possibilities you might have dismissed in the past and start to see the importance of communing sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes in areas that um, help us to feel free and seen and accepted. So, um, you know, Aquarius season is going to illuminate being true to yourself and honoring freedom for yourself and for others. Maybe you need a little shakeup and this is definitely going to be time to, uh, that we're going to get that. Um, I think that, you know, it's an interesting, it's an interesting time. Anything is possible for sure. Um, where are we going? Who knows? But in Aquarius, we're really turning our gaze upon freedom. So whatever that means for you, um, but also rooted in the freedom to feel worthy and lovable as we are, as our most genuine and authentic selves, that's the true motivating factor. So however that kind of manifests, it's going to differ from person to person. Um, but take a look at your chart, see where Aquarius uh, rules, and just know that this is a time... Um, to accept others in the way that we want to be accepted um, and to really, you know, free ourselves from any kind of wasteful, fruitless expressions of energy um, that are not truly genuine to us. I think this Aquarius season is incredibly important, especially it illuminating being true to yourself and honoring freedom. Um, because the upcoming shift in Pluto, which takes place in March, uh, after eight years of Capricorn lessons, Pluto is going to enter Aquarius. So this season is really highlighting what's to come. And uh, it's a harbinger of change, I think, which is good. Let's accept that. Let's go with the flow. You know, let's say, sure, we'll bring me something, bring me better things, bring me good things. Um, it's going to ask us to understand our ambitions and our motivations. What are we pursuing? Is it right for us? Why? 
liberate yourself from the values or morals of bygone eras. Um, bring yourself into your inner compass that's going to be the only guide that's necessary to show you what's uniquely right for you. Um, shed responsibilities that aren't for you. Recognize your actual duties to yourself and the world around you. So there's this there's so much work to be done under the banner of Aquarius um, that, you know, it's um, an intense time of learning for us and change. But I think exciting, too, because I think we're all sick of being stuck in the stagnancy and the drudgery and kind of the soggy bottom feeling of um, the past energy that we're just over. So this is an exciting time see it as such and uh and try to set yourself up as best as possible with ways to support your um nervous system to ground to create that full strong foundation for yourself um as you move through this time all right my loves i will speak to you soon i'm gonna have that little podcast on intentions coming up if you'd like to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, I'm offering both my in-person sessions in Kingston, New York, uh, and my remote sessions via uh, Zoom or FaceTime or a phone call. And all are bookable using my online scheduler. I also offer a package of personalized energy reports, which are recorded astrology readings uh, that I send out monthly. Uh, there are like 45 minute personalized energy report based on your birth chart. That package is also available uh, on my website, RebeccaConran.com, R-E-B-E-C-C-A-C-O-N-R-A-N.com. Uh, if you've liked working with me in the past, please feel free to pass my name on. And uh, I look forward to speaking to you very soon. Lots of love.